Today's episode is brought to you by Small Biz Social Society. Small Biz Social Society is a membership for ambitious entrepreneurs that want to stand out on social media that I created to help you gain visibility, increase your confidence, create more exciting content so that you can make an impact, have more fun on social media, and of course, make more money, honey. This membership is packed with value. There's a new training with yours truly every single month. We have master classes from guest experts every single month talking to us about online marketing and entrepreneurship. And we have an incredible community of badass entrepreneurs in this group that are rising up together. If you want to do great things on social media and in your business and in your life, this is the place for you. Enroll today at smallbizsocialsociety.com. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Crossan, and I'm here to help you build a brand, make an impact, and have some fun on social media. I'm the owner of Fun Love Media, a social media management and content creation agency in Houston, Texas. I'm a wife, a mom of two, and when I'm not working or with my family, you can find me on my Peloton bike or tread, dancing on social media, or cuddle up with wine watching reality television. Please know that this show could include some grown-up language here or there. <laughs> Let's get started. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast, episode 113. I am your hostess, Brittany Crossun. Hello. Welcome to another episode. I am so freaking stoked about today's episode. It's very special. And look, I know, I know. I've said it before about how great my guest is and it's the best guest ever. And you've heard me brag and brag and brag about my guest because bottom line, my guests are fantastic. I choose only the best for you. Um, But today's guests are super special inside of my heart because they are my ambassadors for my mastermind membership, Small Biz Social Society, Deborah, Sandra, and Sarah. They are my guests today. I'm so happy that my last guests of 2021 are these ladies. Um, I, I do have one more show this year, but um, I don't have any uh, guests. It's just going to be me and you hanging out. So for this last episode this year that has guests, I just really wanted to go out with a bang and make it super, super special. And that's exactly what it was. We, <clears throat> excuse me, we recorded um, actually on a Sunday evening. So we were actually kind of like chill. It was a little bit of a calm, chill conversation, although don't get it twisted. We are some fun ladies and uh, we have a great time inside of uh, Small Biz Social Society and just just being in each other's lives. Um, I'm sure you've heard me talk about it before, but Small Biz Social Society, it's a, it's a mastermind membership that I created back in 2020 for um, ambitious entrepreneurs that want to stand out on social media and that want to do it alongside other like-minded, smart, um, cool, creative people. And, you know, <clears throat> it's, it's special because of the people bottom line. And these ladies, Sarah, Sandra, and Deborah have stepped up voluntarily to um, to be ambassadors for the program, my first ambassadors ever, and really just shine and lead. They're all three leaders, and they're all three very different from each other. And they volunteered to be the first ambassadors. They get to, um, I mean, they get a lot of cool stuff. They get some perks, of course, but they also get to lead their own individual um, coaching sessions on Zoom calls you know, with members that want to attend because they each have their own specialties of what they can um, help the community with. And um, I'm just so proud. I'm just so, so proud. Um, that's actually all for me. I'm going to shut my mouth because I want you to hear from Deborah and Sandra and Sarah. I love these ladies. I care about these ladies. They are great people. They're doing really great things on social media and in their own, in their own local communities in their online communities in our community of small biz social society, they are very special people with lots to offer. I highly recommend that you keep listening. You listen to our chat and that you also, of course, uh, find all of them on social media and follow them and make them a part of your life because you will not regret it. Coming up next are the Small Biz Social Society Ambassadors. 
Okay, today's guests are very special guests. These ladies are very important in my life. They are very important in the community that I built, Small Biz Social Society. They are uh, called the ambassadors of Small Biz Social Society. Sarah, Sandra, and Deborah are here with me. Um, hello, everybody. They're waving. They're not. Hello. They're <laughs> they were <Hi>. muted. <laughs> um, I'm so thankful that y'all are here. Um, I love and care for each of you very much. And um, I thought what better way to end the year on the Social Sunshine Podcast than with you guys, um, because we've all had such a cool year together and um, I'm excited to share more. So I'm going to let you guys take turns. I want you to introduce yourself, just, you know, your name, uh, what, what part of the world you're in and, um, the name of your business brand or a little bit of just information on that. And then we'll just dive into some social media talk and all that. Um, how about you go first, Sarah? Hi, I'm Sarah Kramer. I am in Iowa in the United States. I am a fitness and food freedom coach, which means that I help women stop dieting and over-exercising. And then in turn, they gain a healthier relationship with food and movement. Perfecto. I'm so happy you're here. Thank you, babe. Um, Deborah, how about you next? Okay. Hi, I'm Deborah Brooks. I am outside the Washington DC area in Northern Virginia, and I'm at Confessions of a Mother Runner blog. And I, similar to Sarah, also work in the nutrition field. I help my clients uh, tweak their nutrition and exercise routines to reach their fitness and wellness goals, and also do some social media influencer stuff. <laughs> Yes. We were just talking about that before we started recording. We can talk more about that in a minute though. Um, and Sandra, last but not least. Hi, I'm Sandra, otherwise known as Big Fit. I run on the Instagram community and I am a plus size runner, a mama four and located in Kelowna, BC, Canada. Um, recently, I have decided to launch a runner's magazine that features um, bodies of all diversity. And I'm hoping to break the stigma that the runners community has created. Um, and also that the media has created where runners should only come in one size. So that's me. Okay. Thanks ladies. I'm so happy that y'all are here. Um, I want to dive right in to talking about, well, first actually, okay, hang on. Let me rewind my thoughts here. I have so many thoughts. Um, I want to know, if you'll tell everybody when you joined small business society and, and why, like what, cause I want to go like a then and now thing, like at that time, what were you looking for? Where were you at in your journey? As far as like marketing your business and brand, how are you feeling? Whatever. And then we can kind of move to how it's been going and the progress you've made. So what about you, Sarah? For me, I joined it was, it's almost a year ago now. And so um, I think it was December 31st when I joined last year. And I joined because I was needing that community. And I was also needing just some guidance when it came to social media and my brand and all of that. And so when I joined, I was like, okay, you know, I'll, I'll see where this takes me. And within a short period of time, it was like, okay, this is going to take me really far. Um, because the way that you explain things, it's easy to implement. And it's just these little tweaks that you can make that can make such a huge difference in your brand and everything you're doing. That's right. It is almost a year. Oh my gosh. It's almost your anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> Special time. Um, what about you, Deborah? What was going on whenever you joined and like, how were you feeling about your social media journey and all that? I'm trying to think when I joined, I think it was late spring, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, really, I found out about it from seeing you dance on your Peloton because fellow Peloton enthusiast over here. So you really caught my attention and I just kind of was very drawn to you and your personality really resonated with me. And so then I found out about the business mostly because um, I wasn't sure where I wanted to go with my social media and feeling a little frustrated and was looking for some guidance. And it felt like the perfect place for me to get some guidance, which 
it has been. And I'm also a really big fan of Facebook communities, which you know. So after starting, I, I have a Moms Run This Town Facebook group of female mom runners in my town. So I'm a big fan of Facebook communities and how they can really benefit all the members and how we can all help each other. So that was the main reason why I joined. I'm so glad you did. Yes, you you are such a big fan of Facebook communities and all that. I would love to talk to you about that as well um, as we go on. All right, make a note to edit this part out. Romy, Romy, you, you have to go to daddy. I am I don't know, baby, but it's not that big of a house. Go find him. Okay, I'm in the middle of a of recording, so you might need to Hi, Romy. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> out. What how long have we been doing this? About 15 minutes. Sorry. Baby, you have to go to him. Bye. Okay, go on. I'm in the He's middle stuck of in a bathroom somewhere. All right. <laughs> Had to make a note to make sure I go back, make it easier on my brother to edit this part out. Okay. I try to do that for him. We'll see. Okay. It's all good. It's all okay, good what, in the hood. <laughs> okay, Sandra, what about you? What led you to join the community? What, where were you at at that time? What were you thinking? What was going on? I, I saw you dancing on a treadmill. Same as Deborah. And I thought this woman is batshit crazy and I love it. Um, and I want to be a part of it. And so I joined the community. When, um, that's the first time I think batshit crazy. That's a compliment, right? It's totally a compliment. <laughs> it's totally. When I call my friends bad words, it's always a compliment. Oh, good. Always. Okay. Yeah. If, if I don't call you a bad word, then you're not in the friend circle with me. Got it. Yeah. Amazing. So mm -hmm, that's, yeah, that's how I roll. But um, yeah, so I saw you and I was like, I want a piece of that. And I joined the community. Uh, that was probably also about a year ago. And, you know, the thing with this community is that, um, and I, and I always like to use this kind of metaphor, when you rub shoulders together, eventually you rub off on each other. So we're all at different stages. And what happens is kind of like osmosis where you see somebody else doing something and you're like, well, maybe I should be doing that. And so it's kind of like this, um, you, you definitely rub off on each other. And so you see somebody else who's got a closed Facebook group or they've got, they've started a course or they've started, um, you know, a um, private coaching thing. And you're like, well, maybe I should do that. So all these things start to come up in your mind because you're comfortable seeing your fellow small biz sisters doing that thing. And, and so any discomfort has been taken out by association. And that's what this is about is when you are associated with people who keep moving forward you want to be in that same phase that they're in. And so it's kind of like a gentle nudge. Here you go. Here you go. I've started doing it. You can start doing it. Oh my gosh. That's, I should have got you to write my marketing copy. That was perfect. <laughs> no, but you're, but you're right. And, and we, I find that to be more and more true as time goes on. It's like the, the old saying of people talking about, I, I don't necessarily agree that you are, you are like the five people that you hang around with or like, I mean, cause then I'm like a 10 year old and a seven year old, you know, so that's not exactly true, but that theory is the same as what you're saying is, you know, surrounding yourself by people that you like that you can learn from. And, and maybe you're not always the smartest in the room. Maybe you're not always the most successful or most creative. You just have a good variety of people, but always with that mission of, like you said, moving forward, living life, doing cool shit, basically. Yeah, absolutely. And so where I was a year ago versus now, the message that I kept hearing in small biz social society was be yourself, be yourself, be yourself. And so the more I allowed that message to come in, the more myself I became. And so 7,000 followers later, an increase, it's because I became myself. And I had this supportive group of women behind me, encouraging me, 
with each post, I became more confident and confident. And that's what happens when you associate with the same type of people who have the same intentions as you, which is growth. Right. I love that so much. It makes me so happy. Um, okay. So I, I want to, I want to ask each of you kind of like a really simple question, but I, I think your answers are going to be fascinating. So I want to know what your favorite part of social media is, even if it's like a certain platform or just in general, whichever way you want to go and your least favorite, I'm kind of putting you on the spot. I don't know if I really told you I was going to ask you this, so sorry, but if you're cool with going first, Sarah, I would love to hear that. Cause I, I just think it's going to be relatable, right? I think everybody listening, most people listening are small business owners, small brands, and, and they're, they're going to relate to at least one of you guys for sure. For me, I love Instagram the most. And I never thought that I would say that because I was always a Facebook person. And then once I, I dabbled in Instagram and then I went back to Facebook and then I like went all in on Instagram and I was like, this is the place for me. It, you build community in a completely different way on Instagram. And so <clears throat> I really like it over there. And I think that you can kind of weed out um, who is positive and who you want to surround yourself with for a longer period of time and who maybe isn't so much um, who you want a part of your community. And you don't get close with everybody. You don't um, create all of these special relationships with everybody, but there are a lot of good people. And you can tell pretty quickly who those you know good people are that you want in your circle. My least favorite part of social media is that people can just be assholes. Um, people just feel like they have the right to say whatever they want to say without having concern um, as far as how it may affect somebody. And I think that, you know, we call them keyboard warriors a lot of times. And as you go on, you, you learn to take some of those comments with a grain of salt and you just brush it off and you're like, okay, this isn't about me. It's about them. Um, but people, people, <laughs> blah, 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 people can still be mean. And when you're a sensitive type person, sometimes those comments can really be uncomfortable, but then as time goes on, you move past them quicker, quicker. Right. right. You know what? You just gave me an idea. We, this is a project we should work on next year, like making like some sort of a parody video where you like you say the things that keyboard warriors say, but you say it like in real life. So if you're like walking past somebody and you don't like her outfit, be like, oh girl, <laughs> what were you thinking? Picking those shoes at that or so, you know what I mean? Like some shit that people say on social media. If like, what if people really just said that such people's faces that most of them wouldn't, by the way, but I mean, maybe there are some people that do that, but when you think <laughs> of it that way, you're, you just can't imagine doing that to somebody, you know, walking through the grocery store and being like, damn, why is she wearing polka dots with stripes or whatever it may be? Like, I mean, the stuff that people say is much worse than that, but right. Right. Yeah. People got a lot of balls when they're on the internet. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> okay. I love that. Those two are so good. What about you, Deborah? Do you have a favorite and least favorite about social? Okay. So when I first started doing all of, all of this, I would have to say that my blog seven years ago was my favorite place. It was my baby. And I met so many other mother runners on through, through blogging that are now my actual friends in real life. We have met up a number of times in real life um, for races and vacations. And if you're just traveling and I know this person lives in, like, I have this really great friend in Iowa. So like, I, I if I'm anywhere that she's going to be, we, we try to meet up together, things like that. And so, but I do think blogging is on its way out or it's changed quite a bit. So now my favorite is definitely Instagram, but I have made some of those same relationships on Instagram now and have met up with people at races. I mean, it's really fun when a couple months ago, I was running a big race in New York and somebody said to me, are you Deborah from Instagram? Because I recognize the leggings that you posted that you were going to wear on your race today. And I'm like, what? Like, and so it's really fun to meet up with people who that is so who cool. connect with, but I, I wouldn't have recognized them, but they recognized the outfit that I posted that I was going to wear. So it's really fun to be able to meet up with people who have the same interests as you and the same passions as you. And I love that Instagram gives me that platform to do that. I haven't really had 
that many negative things happen with me on Instagram. I mean, I get a few kind of guys that send me weird messages, but whatever, <laughs> that want like pictures of my feet or something. Um, but I would say my least favorite part of Instagram is really, I think, the pressure of it that what am I going to post today? I need to have a picture to post today. What am I going to, what am I going to post today? And, and I think sometimes that is where I feel that I don't like it. Right. Yeah. So the pressure to keep up with it. Totally. Yes. That's super relatable. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I love that. And I love that that person recognized your leggings. How crazy is that? <laughs> That's amazing. They I know. Like, they knew who you were just from in New York. That's awesome. Yes. They just had seen that I was running the same race and posted the, so, and, and it's a great way to connect afterwards. Cause then afterwards I looked them up and, you know, we, we talk yeah. and that kind of thing. And you end up, sometimes you end up at a lot of the same races as people, since that's my passion too, is that you end up at a lot of the same events or races. So you can then meet up with the same people over and over again, or cheer them on or talk to them or that kind of thing. So yeah. that's, right. that's a great way to meet like-minded people. And it's been really fun. Yeah. Well, and that example you gave right there is something that I, I talk about a lot about how it, you know, it'll enhance your life, social media, and not just, you know, cause we talk about it a lot with business, right? Like, and that's, that's cool. Like people want to make money. We need, that, that's what we need to be doing obviously. But also if you're in there really with the right mindset, it is going to enhance your life. And that's yeah. a great example of it. I mean, it's just kind of adding to your life. Why not? You're meeting cool people that you have things in common with. You can have fun with amazing. I love it. Um, what about you, Sandra? What's your favorite and least favorite of social media? Anything? Oh, wait, you're muted. (laughs) (laughs) I'd say for sure. Instagram is my favorite, um, platform for sure. And, um, as you know, I've posted a lot of my troll comments and I've even made videos about them. And I think they're hilarious there it's like more of an eye roll now because um people will always have something to say and we have this saying in my culture that um behind every good horse the dust picks up right so if yeah and so if you if if you don't have dust picking up after yourself then you're not making enough waves um at least that's what my dad used to tell me so um that's cool yeah and The other great thing about Instagram and also just, you know, from joining the group is that as you see people accomplish things and start things, it entices you to do the same It entices you to start something like I've been, it's like, it's like having a pit stuck in my throat these last couple of weeks, because Although I started the magazine, I knew I needed to start something a little bit more interactive. And I've, you know, I, I started a closed Facebook group, but did I invite anybody to it? No, because (laughs) one step at a time, (laughs) one step at a time. That's how I roll. I kind of, and, and here's another saying that my mom used to say to me. And, and sometimes she would say, she'd say, stop peeing and walking at the same time. She's like, you can't pee and walk at the same time, but that's the only way I know how is that I I run and jump or pee at the same time. So the other day I posted that post where I said, I'm announcing, you know, a a 30 day challenge or something. And I, I don't do things. I don't do, I don't, I don't know. This group has made me try to plan things and I'm not a planner. I'm just not a planner. I, I, I never wrote to-do lists. I, um, you know, I just am not that kind of person. So this group has made me, it's made me think things further down the road than I ever would have before. And I'm somebody who kind of does a lot of things ad hoc and, um, you know, and now that I announced that 30 day challenge, I now have to do it. (laughs) <laughs> kind of like announcing I'm doing a magazine and oh shit, I better do it. Yeah. Oh, I told you um, I was going to make a magazine. So I'm going to go do that real quick. <laughs> I got to figure that out. Hey, do you have a least favorite part of social media or the process or anything? Oh yes. The other least favorite part is actually the flip side to doing all this stuff is that the least favorite part is that it's making me want to do more things. <laughs> that's, 
overwhelming. Like it's overwhelming. And, and I think a lot of us feel that way. I was even, um, I even commented on, um, there's a lady who, oh my God, what's her name? I'm losing my memory. I'm getting old. There's a, uh, oh my God, what the hell is her name? Anyways, she has like 70,000 followers and we follow each other and she's a really nice lady. She lost like, I don't know, close to 200 pounds. And she has 70,000 followers and she doesn't know what to do. Like she doesn't, she's like, I don't know what to do. I'm stuck. And then I wrote that post today about 50% of the time or more. I don't know what to do. And if I do know what to do, it's overwhelming because I don't know the steps to take. And even if I know the steps to take, we all have this personality that we come into this group with, right? Mm -hmm. Just because you join a group, it doesn't mean it solves all your problems. Just because you do 5k a day, it doesn't mean it solves all your problems. We come with baggage. We walk into this group with baggage. Right. And, and part of that, part of overcoming that baggage is doing things. I realize that, but sometimes that baggage holds us back right? Whatever anybody's baggage is, whether it's their personal baggage or like, you know, trauma from before and things like that, all of that is intertwined and affects the way somebody does something, right? Right. Well, I'm glad you, I'm glad you said that though, about like, uh, I might want to do something, but I may not know how to do it. I may not know the steps. And then maybe once I learn the steps, I still have to do the steps. Like, I mean, it all seems so simple and, but it's, that's, 100% like so true and it's also an issue right because nobody knows how to do anything if they haven't done it right most likely um and so but you're you're speaking like what so many people are thinking probably all the time when they're trying to navigate a business and a brand and do all the social media stuff I'm wondering about like you and uh you Sarah and you Deborah like on that topic of having to figure something out like have y'all had those feelings too where where it feels weird. Cause you don't know how to do it. Like, do you ever feel like everybody else knows how to do something and maybe you don't like, how do you handle that when you want to do like a new project or a new coaching thing? Like you do Sarah or whatever, you know? I mean, definitely. Yes. Like I, well, I was just asking you before we started how to do a couple things with reels that I didn't know how to do. So that, I mean, I'm, I, you know, it's like trying to keep up with all the trends that people are doing. Yes. That is one of the things that um, you guys are all a great resource for. I mean, our group, everybody, somebody knows the answer to your question of what you're trying to do. Yes. And then, um, you know, if it's something simple, like how to uh, make a resume or how to figure out how to do something, I mean, someone will tell you, oh, just go to Canva. And there's a, you know, there's a template for that. I mean, somebody has a either quick solution to what you need to do or a great solution to what you, what you need to do. It might not be quick. So I think, I think, um, you know, our group is a great resource for whatever, whatever I've needed so far. Somebody seems to know the answer, whether I'm ready to take their advice and actually do it is a whole nother thing. But, um, I, I do think that, that it's a, it's a great resource for, for that, for me. Yeah. Okay. And I think for me, you know, like Sandra said, everybody has different things that they're dealing with. And sometimes it's hard to, to post on social media. I mean, they're, been times recently when it's been hard for me to post on social media and I do it and I'm consistent because I know that there's always a return in some way of someone else can relate someone else can um you know will really appreciate a certain kind of post or whatever and someone recently said to me I could tell that lately you've been more emotional or something and that's okay. Like I have no issue because I don't typically plan out all of my content ahead of time. I did for this month because we have, I'm in the middle of a launch, but typically I post how I'm feeling that day or whatever inspires me during my workout or while I'm going to the bathroom or while I'm getting (laughs) the kids ready for school, right? Like something will hit me, I'll hear something. And then I post, but, um, when it comes to like creating a program, who knows what they're doing? If you've never done it before, or if you've done it before, but you wanna do things a little differently, you don't know what you're doing. You work through it and you tweak it as you go and you figure out, okay, what do people really need? What do people really want? How do they best um, learn or whatever? 
and then you go from there. So it it doesn't have to be this perfect thing. It's messy and it's messy for everybody, but not everybody says that it's messy. <laughs> this is true. You don't always hear that. <laughs> um, were you, Sandra, were you want to say something or were you, no, you were just like, yes. Okay. <laughs> um, all right, cool. I love all of that, you guys. I want to know if you don't mind sharing with the audience something like, basically i want to help i want to help inspire and encourage anybody listening we're we're at a time of year so if you're listening to this whenever the episode comes out it's december 2021 um or somewhere close to when it comes out you know end of year beginning of year it's always that time like look even if you think new year's resolutions are silly and stuff like that it's still it's a, it's the end of a year beginning of a year and i think that people are reflecting people are planning and all these things and i just want to inspire or encourage people to start taking action. And I want to know from each of you, if you can think of it, of an example, when you maybe kind of recently this year, whatever took some action, was there something that you were waiting on? Or maybe you, I don't know, you kind of did, but not fully or whatever. And, and share when you finally took some sort of action and what that looks like for you. Cause I think it'll help more people do the same in the coming year. You know, anybody want to go first? <laughs> Yeah, go ahead, Deborah. Um, the one thing I did this earlier this year was I did get my certified nutrition coach um, certification. And that awesome. was something I'd wanted to do for a long time. And I had a lot of complimentary certifications already. And so I knew that I wanted to work more in the nutrition field. And I figured, you know, this, the earlier this year, when I, when I did it at the beginning of 2021 or, um, you know, it was still, everything was still at home and everyone was still locked down. And it was just seemed like the perfect time for me to finally just do it and take the time to just do something for me that I wanted to do. So, um, I did, and that was good. And, and I'm really glad that I did it. That's amazing. Have you already like been thinking about in the coming months of how you're going to, do you have any like plans or brainstorming or anything? I mean, you don't have to share all the details, but I'm just saying like, have you already started kind of flowing that into, I have, um, I, I have been working with private clients, um, to kind of practice and decide what I want to do. I don't want to do too much at once. So I get too overwhelmed. I want to make sure that I have the ability to give the personal attention to the clients that I work with. That's really important to me and, um, spend the time with everybody that I work with to make sure that they get the information that they are looking for and that I can actually give them my full attention. So I have been doing that for the last few months and I, I love it. Um, and it kind of, in my olden days, I was a psychotherapist in the eating disorders unit, um, before I had kids. So that's kind of always been my interest and where my training was. And it's nice to sort of be back in that field without a lot of the pressure that I used to have when I did that. If you don't mind me asking, because you're, you're in a different spot, like we've talked about before we start recording with parenthood than what the rest of us are. Yes. What does that feel like? I mean, I don't know if you can, I feel like that's another thing somebody would totally relate to, right? Because you're saying like you, before you even had kids and you said they're 21 and 24 now that you were doing this kind of work or this kind of leaning in that direction. And, and now you're, you've gotten your, your certification, you're doing all these things now and your kids are grown. Like, what does that feel like? Does it feel cool? Or does it feel like it was like forever ago when you were doing that work before you had kids? In some ways, yes. And in some ways, no, um, I don't, I don't regret stopping and becoming a stay at home mom. That was the best thing that I ever did for those 20 years. But once your kids go off to college and go out of your house and stuff, I was kind of left with, what am I going to do now? And I mean, this is, this is going to be a whole nother podcast discussion, but it was kind of like, if you had the best job ever for 20 years, and then one day you came in and someone said, sorry, we don't need you anymore. That's kind of what it feels like when your kids just go and you're a stay at home mom. But this is again, a whole nother podcast we could talk about. But anyway, um, so I was ready to start doing things for myself again and wanted to get back into it, but not to the extent that I did previously and with the same uh, similar, but different population. Right. So that was why I decided to do this. And because I'm so involved with the running community, I just wanted to stay in that niche and work with people who were in that same fitness and wellness um, spot, but not necessarily in the eating disorder spot. So similar, but a little bit different. Sure. Okay. I just think that's so cool. I thank you for sharing about that. And I, you almost you got me a little, a little <laughs> misty eyed over here talking about the, the thing with parenthood, but it's true. But I think it's just so inspiring what you're doing. And like, you're, I mean, there's a 
gazillion people out there that are either are in your position or going to be. And, and I think it's cool to talk about more out loud. Like, yeah, my kids are grown and like, I'm exploring things to do for me that are my passions more than maybe what you did before. I think it's awesome. So, um, what about you, Sarah, about like something taking action on took a shit ton of action this year. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say like, I feel like let's make a list. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I really did. And I'm really proud of myself and it, it really, I started, I did a program. I created a program at the beginning of the year. And then you and I talked Brittany and you helped me get really clear on what I wanted my message to be about and you gave me a lot of food for thought. And then once I figured it out, it was like, I just went with it. And one of my goals for this year was to go viral and going viral doesn't mean that the cash is going to start coming in like crazy or anything like that. But I wanted, and I needed to be seen by more people. And so I've gone viral five or six times now. And it, it, my page has like tripled since last year, which was huge for me. I still don't have a huge page. I don't need a huge page, but I have a lot of people in my community now that want and need to hear my message. And so now, um, I am collaborating with a number, another member of small biz social society, and we are creating a group coaching program. So that is really cool in and of itself. And I think that sometimes you just have to start taking that action to have the belief that you can do certain things, but getting really freaking clear on your message and figuring out who you want to talk to, what you want to say and believing in it at the end of the day. Right. That's so awesome. You're right. You have done so much this year and, and the clarity thing is so huge. And I I know that can be overwhelming on people. I mean, I'm used to talking about it. I talk to people about marketing all the time. So it's, it's a job, you know, it's kind of a job for me, but like, it's not easy all. I mean, that's kind of hard to do, um, for anybody, uh, no matter what you're doing to to gain that clarity, right? Like you said, in your messaging, and if anybody listening doesn't understand what the hell we're talking about, it just, it's just, who, what are you trying to do? What literally exactly, what are you trying to do? Who are you trying to help? What are you going to even help them with? Like, what's your thing? What's your business? What's your brand? What are you trying to do in the world? Um, or, you know, like you said, it doesn't matter the size of your audience. It's like, you got to figure that out. And I don't think you have to know, well, you can't, you can't know everything. You can't know every step. You don't know what the hell is even going to necessarily happen next month. But if you know what you're all about, And you could like say it to somebody if they asked you and give them just a summary in like two minutes, then I think, you know, like you can just go so much further. Basically it's a foundation for everything, but I love, I've loved seeing everything that you have done this year. It's made me so, so excited, um, to witness that. Thanks. I appreciate that. And another big part of it is that my kids like, my kids are seeing what I'm doing in the message that I am putting out there as well. I have two daughters. And so, um, them seeing and being wanting to be part of it is really exciting as well because, and my husband is even like giving me real suggestions now and saying, <laughs> maybe I should be in a reel. And I'm like, oh, well, well, well. But, um, I need a little bit of that spotlight, please. (laughs) Yeah. Right. But it's fun to have the family involved in some way and to also support you. It means a lot. Yeah. And it probably makes it at least somewhat easier. Right. I mean, you know, I mean, compared to him being like, Oh, what are you doing? This is horrible or something like that. I mean, that would not feel good and that would make it more difficult. So, um, I think that's cool. I'm, we need to see more Jonathan in the videos, <laughs> maybe well, now, that, the mustache with the mustache. Oh God. <laughs> What's funny is my daughters are wanting to make sure that they're getting equal, the number of reels that they're in, because one of them will have a reel that <laughs> they'll be in one of the reels and it'll do really well. And then the other one gets jealous. And I'm like, Holy shit. Like <laughs> I'm you are not little- the star. I am the star of this show. <laughs> 
I once did a um I need to find it repost it again because like nobody probably even remembers it but I once did a TikTok video a long time ago I don't know a year and a half maybe two years ago uh, it was a um, I think it was Kourtney Kardashian's voice and she's like she's like uh move get out of the way did it like you know and basically I did the video where like it was about me. Like I'm trying to take a picture of kids and they were like trying to get into the frame. And I was like, this is about mommy. Like I'm trying to be, an influencer. <laughs> I need to go dig that up. I was kidding by the way. Um, kind of, um, <laughs> what about you, Sandra? I mean, clearly you've taken a lot of action this year, especially recently talk about how that felt or how you even came to like, take the action with your mag, like your, your magazine, anything. Um, I think with the magazine, um, I've always loved magazines and worked in a magazine 20 years ago at a publishing company. And then um, the legging brand that I wear all the time, they, she she sent me a magazine cover with me on it. And I was like, oh. And then another um, Instagram page, Mama Loves Protein, she put me on her magazine cover. And I was like, what is the universe trying to say here? Um, and I felt in my gut that there is something wrong with this world that doesn't have a magazine that features women of all sizes. I just think that's wrong. And, and to segregate people based on their size in a magazine is just not okay. Um, and I know that even for the generation coming up, it's, it would be amazing to see, you know, a woman who is different sized than the ones that are in runner's world right now. And so that just got me thinking more and more. And, and that was kind of, it organically came to be, I did not start this out two years ago with, I'm going to publish a magazine that is not the headache that I intended to have. Um, yeah, that's, that's just not what was going to happen. I was like, I just need free runners. Hoka <laughs> sign me up. I need free runners. That's literally why I started I some this shoes. In- that's it. I just want some <laughs> shoes. They're so expensive. And I, well, because I, also we should share with the listeners, by the way, that you've been doing a 5k a day for how long? Uh, it's, it's, it's going to be three years on January 1st. Okay. 2022. Three years. That's insane. Can I, I'm going to ask you a question about that on a side note. Mm -hmm. What, I mean, I know like recently, not too long ago, you weren't feeling well. Like, how do you handle that when you're not feeling like literally not feeling well, like physically? So did you just have to just go slower? I mean, yeah. 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 I, um, even, even, uh, December of 2019. Yeah. December of 2019, it was, I was almost one year into it and I got the flu. I got so sick, but that morning I had done my run and I got a temperature in the afternoon. It was so weird. It was, we were at the mall, we did boxing day shopping. I came home and I'm just like, Oh, I don't feel good. And I got like the chills, the fever. I took like a couple of Tylenols anyways, sorry. And anyways, I just did it slower. Like I, you know, and even this whole month of November where I had like that respiratory infection, I just walked, I walked on my treadmill because it also makes me feel good mentally. You know, there's so many benefits to, um, moving your body every day, right? It can be, it it doesn't have to be a 5k. It can be a 3k. It can be a 1k. It can be anything. Uh, but just moving your body every day has done wonders for me. Um, and so I just, um, you know, see the benefit in that. And I don't see myself stopping, but uh, this, this year has been amazing. Um, the magazine coming out and then, um, I finally did a newsletter, an email newsletter. I was like, I was resisting that so bad because I was like, I can't do this. I don't know how to do this. Why am I doing this? This is so stupid. But then I did it and I got some good feedback. Um, so it, it's, it's all coming together it, again. It's, it's because of osmosis. <laughs> right. Um, okay. I love that so much. Well, I, I want to know like about showing up on social media. We have a few more minutes. If y'all, if you guys don't mind, I just ask you a few more things like 
for for me, I'll, I'll go first. Like I do have times, believe it or not, that I don't necessarily want to show up on social media. But I will be honest and say it doesn't happen too much. And I'm, I know I'm lucky to feel that way because I know not everybody feels that way. Um, and but there are the times where I'm just like, oh, look at my fucking face one more time. <laughs> you know, because like, we're, you know, you're watching yourself back. You're looking at your photos of yourself. It's a lot of you, you know, um, it, it does get to be a bit much sometimes. Um, but, you know, I don't know. Like I said, mostly I enjoy it. I want to know about, you know, how you guys feel about that. It's another thing I know the listeners are going to relate to, like just showing up, just showing your face, like showing up in your Instagram stories, posting something on social media. Are there times whenever you're like, I don't want to do this. It sounds horrible. Anybody go ahead. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, there are days when particularly stories, if I'm having a rough day, um, mentally, emotionally, if I'm, you know, physically not feeling great, showing up in stories is the hardest part. So I just won't do it. If I don't feel like doing it, then I won't do it. And I mean, maybe I'll share, um, you know, a quote or something like that, but I think there's a lot of pressure to always have your stories going. And I don't care about that. If I'm not feeling it, then I'm not going to do it. On the flip side of that, if I'm having a rough day, sometimes I will go on stories and I'll share it. And then you get these messages from people being like, yes, I've been feeling this way too, or whatever, or I appreciate you saying it because not everybody says it. Um, But I'll still do posts on social media because I always have something in my back pocket where I can just like put up a post and not like crap that doesn't apply to my brand or whatever, but something where I can, because I just like to be consistent with my posting the stories. Yeah. Okay. But, um, I I don't think it has to be so, so much of a pressure thing. Like if you want to go on there today, okay. If you want to skip a day, skip a damn day, it's the world's going to keep on moving. Right. It really is going to keep on moving. I'm, I'm glad you said that about sometimes you actually get on there because you're not having the best day and sharing about it actually helps. I know sometimes sharing about it doesn't help, but I love that. And I I know that you do that obviously. And I, I, I like it when, when you do that, um, no pressure though. I mean, if you don't want to do <laughs> you do you, but I'm glad that you said that. Cause I think it's cool. I mean, I think that, I think that also though, I don't know if you agree, but like there might be a misconception about that kind of thing. Like you don't have to do that. Right. Like, I think it's, there's those of us that are like, what are they, what's that movie where she's like, I volunteer as tribute or whatever. I feel like that kind of person. Um, what is that movie with hunger games, hunger games. Thank you. I feel kind of like that person a lot of times. Cause I'm like, okay, I'll talk about panic attacks. It's fine. I got it. It's not, it's not that it's not gonna bother me. You know what I mean? Like, I kind of feel like, so there's people that are cool with that. So if you're not, and you don't want to talk about whatever you don't obviously don't, but, um, but I don't know. I just think it's cool whenever you're somebody that like, you can feel it, right. You feel inside of you, like, you know what? I feel cool with sharing that. Like, how did you ever know to share like, like a bad day or anything even serious, like about mental health? Like how, Mm -hmm. how did you even take that leap to do that? Yeah. I'm very open about my mental health, like anxiety, depression, panic attacks, all of that stuff. But there was a time I was not open about that stuff because I was not ready. And Um, a few years ago, I got to a place where I was comfortable talking about it because I wanted it to be normalized. And so when I want to talk about it, I talk about it. And when I don't want to talk about it, I don't talk about it. You know, um, there are times I don't go on and say that I just had a panic attack or whatever, but maybe the next day I'll go on and say, you know what, yesterday was rough, um, whatever, but it's all a comfort thing. If you want to talk about it, talk about it because there are a lot of people that deal with it too. And sometimes they just need to hear like, you're not the only one. Right. Right. Um, I think, um, you know, I think that as somebody who was raised, um, by a mom who was also raised that way, that, 
your appearance is something that is your entire value. Um, when I announced what my weight was, it was such a huge burden lifted off my shoulder um, because I was so tired of pretending that I wasn't that heavy or that I, you know, was less than 200 pounds or, or whatever. So I think for me, that was the, the stigma that helped me just break through and um, also talking about my anxiety. And then that post that I recently posted where I did a screenshot of each of the, um, from that song, I could be blue, I could be purple, I could mm -hmm. be whatever. Uh, that, that was my story. You know, that was my story. That exactly like that. And um, when you when you break through that and you again, everybody like Sarah said, everybody is is, you know, you have to be comfortable with it. You have to be OK with it. Some people, you know, maybe they're not ready just yet. But for me, it was like breaking the chains. I just yes. I just had to break the chains. And now because my my posts go onto Facebook and I have family on Facebook and now I just don't care anymore. <laughs> like, you know, old family friends that follow me on Facebook, my mom's old, you know, coffee lady friends. <laughs> and then they like, right. Good job, Sandra. <laughs> <laughs> With their, I can just, you know, right. Cause they all, you know, they all struggled with that. Like, if you don't have a thin daughter, then you, it's, it's a shame in the community or like, you know, it's so stupid, but um, yeah, it was. And, and that's the great thing about, at least for me, I feel like that's what social media has done for me. It's that it's helped me build this confidence. So as the 5k a day, but just this, like, I don't give a shit anymore. What you think of me? Like, honestly, I could give two rats asses about what you think of me. Yeah. Just delete, just scroll on. It's, it's so, Keep going. it's so freeing to feel like that. And there's a difference between feeling like that versus not being considerate of someone's feelings that you care about. You know, I think people get that mixed up too. When somebody says, I don't give a shit what anybody thinks about me. Well, okay. So if I need to get down to it, okay. I do care that my husband likes me. I care that my kids don't think I'm an asshole, you know, clearly all that, but then you're, you know, it's a totally different mindset though, when you're talking about showing up publicly with your message and being authentic with the person you are and not caring that not everyone will necessarily agree and like that. And you can still just persevere through. I mean, it's really, a, it's so, so freeing. And I think there's like lots of levels of it, right? Like you get one step, you're like a little bit more out there, a little bit more out there. And then, you know, maybe eventually it's just like balls to the wall, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, I love that so much. What a, um, I would love to know, Deborah, are there times whenever you struggle showing up on social media or you're just like over it, sick of it? Or do you, are you pretty good about it? I mean, you seem pretty good about it, but how do you feel is what I say. Uh, hard question. I was trying to think of an answer when they were, <laughs> I was trying to think of something that related to what they were saying. Um, I don't know that I really talk about anything super controversial. I'm sort of like, yeah, today I did my Peloton workout today. I ran with my friends. So I'm not sure. I really, I really, I'm more, I guess I'm more in the motivating, inspiring yeah. kind of space and probably don't really talk about anything too over the top controversial or out there right. at the moment. Right. Would you like, do you find though ever social media to feel like a chore or, or do you feel like you're in a pretty good groove with it? You know, cause sometimes it's, I think a lot of people are like, um, when they, okay, say they're not posting regularly, but they want to. And then they think about doing that. I think a lot of people think of it as like this daunting task. Like it's so overwhelming. I'm wondering how you feel about it now. Maybe you've gotten into a groove. Maybe it's just like something that got easier with time. I am definitely in a groove right now, but I am also a very, you probably all already know this about me. I'm a very sort of <laughs> structured person and I, do, you know, I wake up, I have my coffee, I work out, I do my posts. Like I, I am just a very structured person. So when something becomes part of my routine, it's just part of my routine. Yeah. And so now social media has become that for me. 
which I, I guess is good. I feel, I feel much more comfortable than I used to um, when I first started. And I just feel like it's part of my daily routine. But if I ever didn't feel like it, I don't think it would be that big of a deal if I did not go on my stories and tell people what I ate for breakfast. I think they'll survive if they don't know <laughs> what I ate for breakfast that day. Um, I don't feel that much pressure for that, for that. But right now I feel like I'm in a good groove and um, yeah. And I, and I just try to be honest. I mean, if I, if I had a bad run, then I write, Oh, I had the worst run or I really didn't feel like doing this today. Or, you know, this was really hard today. I, I try to be me. So I'm just me and I just post what I do and I just try to be as genuine as I can. Right. You are. I love it. Um, okay. Before I let y'all go, I, I would love to like give everybody a last word. I want just think about the people listening. There are people like, like you, um, that have a business, have a brand, or maybe they're just getting started and they know social media is, has got to be a part of it. Um, and just need those words of encouragement. I mean, what would you say to somebody who is either holding back? They haven't started yet. They don't want to get on camera. They think that what they know is not all that great. They're not really all that special, um, imposter syndrome crap and all that stuff. I mean, I would just love to hear your final thoughts, each of you to talk to that person that's in that position, because we've probably all been in that position in one way or another. Do the uncomfortable thing. Do you're never going to be fully ready to maybe put your face to the camera or to write a specific post that maybe shows a little bit more about you, but it's little things at a time. And people want to see your face. People want to hear your voice because they feel more connected to you. So for some people, I followed them a long time and I had never heard their voice. And then they went on stories and they talked and I would send a message and be like, oh my God, I'd never heard your voice before. Like (laughs) I loved it. And it just, it's a different level of connection. So do the stuff that's a little bit uncomfortable, but you don't have to tell your whole life story within the first five minutes or ever, if you don't want to. I love that. Take it one step at a time. If you have to, you don't have to do everything all at once. Okay. Sandra, Deborah, what do y'all think for somebody who needs that encouragement? Yeah, I'll just do a quick one. I, I, for me, um, you know, I'll go back to how much I love the communities that I'm in. So I, I feel like if you surround yourself with people who build you up and make you feel like your passion for what, what did whatever your passion is, whether it's running or fitness or cooking or sewing or, you know, photography, whatever your passion is. If you surround yourself with a group of people who build you up and make you feel like you have information to share, that really helps you follow your dream. And for me, that's what really got me started with posting about running and fitness was my Facebook group that I have my mom's run this town group. I mean, I just felt like I found my people who gave me the confidence to then start sharing my information. And I think if you find a group like that of people, it could be two people, it could be a hundred people, but whatever your, your passion or your group is, if you find people who help you feel confident in that space, I think that really helps you get out there and grow. And that's one of the things that I really like about our, our small biz group is that even though we all have different passions and businesses, we can make each other and help each other feel confident in following our own dreams and putting ourselves out there. And that's, that's what the power of a group like this can do. And for me, that's been really helpful in this group, but also in my other group that, that I had started. So that's for me, what helps me move forward in pursuing my dreams. Yes. I love it. Yes. Find people that are going to do it it side by side, build you (laughs) up. Yep. I love that so much. What about you, Sandra? What are your words of encouragement to someone who needs it right now? Somebody is waiting to hear your message. Somebody is going to hear your message and it might be the actual message that they needed right at that moment. Like my dog barking right now. (laughs) Sophie, can you get him? (laughs) Sorry. It's okay. He's like, I want to be on the show too. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, somebody, um, you know, somebody is just, hoping that your message is going to resonate with them and it'll be the thing that they needed to take the next step. Right. 
That's so true. Somebody really does need what you have to offer. And it's hard, I think, for some people to believe that. No, I don't really have anything all that special to offer, but it's, it's so, so true. And I think that the, when the right people see your content on social media, they're, they're going to be so excited about it. Like you're saying, and they're going to cheer you on. It's that they used to teach us that like back in acting class for people that were nervous, right. Going into an audition room, which is very nerve wracking. It's like a table of people just judging your ass. Like, okay, let's see what you can do. But they would say something similar to what you just said. They would say, they want someone to come in and do good because then you solve their problem. They are trying to cast this role and they need someone to like, just do something. And so don't go in there thinking they're like, kind of like with social media audience that they're like ready to get you. Actually, there are people that are hopeful that what you say is going to be like what they needed. And it's, you know, going to be the message they needed. (laughs) There's the pup. Anybody watching the video clip would see that. Hello. (laughs) Um, well, I, I'm so happy that we all got to talk today. I, you know, I mean, I talk about it a lot on my own social media, but like starting the small business social society community is something that I wanted to do for several years before I actually did it. And it's so surreal to even just like see all of it happening. Even just having you guys here right now is like, what in the hell? This is amazing because I I just, it's just, it's just proof that basically like we've talked about today, like taking the action, putting your vision out there and actually making it happen. And I always envisioned, like, I just wanted to have a community where people that were just basically cool people that are smart, that are trying to do really cool shit with their life and with their business and, and have like the zest for life. And that's exactly what everybody that's coming to the community is like, you know, and, and to see it all happening is just like, it warms my heart. Um, I'm so happy that y'all are all here. Before we go though, so I want you all to please pimp yourself out, shameless plug, tell everybody how to find you, your website, your Instagram. Remember this episode is coming out in the latter part of December, 2021. So if you have uh, anything going on, you want to plug um, whatever, please, please now. So Sarah, someone is obsessed with you because they listen to you today and they want to know all things Sarah. How do they, how do they find you? Who wouldn't be obsessed with, I mean, I know they're clearly, they're already obsessed. So please help them find you. (laughs) Um, Instagram is my name, my main place where you can find me. It's I am Sarah Kramer and I am on Facebook as well. Um, Sarah Kramer, fitness and food freedom coach. And then what was the other part, Brittany? (laughs) Um, what's your, uh, if there, if you want anybody to go to a website, if you have anything going on right now, is your group coaching going on all the way till the end of the 2021 or now? Are you? Okay? Yeah. So currently, um, I am collaborating with another coach, Ali Kreider, and we created a group coaching program. It's called live intuitively eight week group coaching program, and it is combining intuitive eating and intuitive movement so that you can have, uh, a healthy relationship with food and with movement and positive body image and all of the good things. So it's very going to be a very supportive community and enrollment is open currently and will be open until January 14th. Ooh. Okay. So they have until January 14th. Okay. So go find Sarah for those goodies. And Allie is fantastic as well. I love that y'all are doing that together. Y'all are like the perfect dynamic duo for that. Okay. Thank you, Sarah. What about you, Deborah? How does everybody find you, your blog, all of the things you want to share, please. Okay. You can find me on Instagram at Deborah Brooks 14, and you can also hop over to confessions of a mother runner blog, and you can find all of my past healthy vegetarian recipes. And you can also find a lot of articles about, um, different workouts, running my weekly routine that I do. I post all of that every week. And I also am taking on a few more one-on-one nutrition clients. So if that's something that you're interested in, please contact me. I'd love to chat with you about that as well. Is it uh, somebody looking out for having a specific nutrition goal? Um, or is it a general thing? How, like who? So I, I basically work with women mostly in their forties and fifties who are looking to tweak their nutrition and exercise routines to reach, um, certain fitness or wellness goals. So it could be wanting to feel better on your workouts, feel better on your runs, nutrition timing, that kind of thing, or wanting to improve your run times. 
um, something like that, or just wanting to overall feel like you are improving your health and wellness. I'd have people with varying goals. So okay. I'm definitely open to chatting about what anybody wants to work on. Okay, cool. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, Sandra, how do they find you follow you magazine, Facebook group, whatever you want to plug. Uh, so on Instagram, it's big fit. I run and the website is bigfitmom.com. There's a link in my profile on Instagram and the magazine run your life is coming out in January. The pre-sale is on right now. Uh, there's a link for that as well in the bio and Bo is for sale as well. This Cocker Spaniel is for sale too. <laughs> Don't sell the dog. It's too cute. <laughs> um, all right, ladies, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. We're recording on a Sunday. You guys, everybody took the time on a Sunday to get together. And I really, really appreciate you guys. I love you so much and happy holidays. I'll see you guys for having us. Thank you you for having us. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's show, y'all. For more information about the podcast, go to socialsunshinepodcast.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to the Social Sunshine Podcast YouTube channel. For more information about me, go to brittanycrossin.com and connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, TikTok, and Clubhouse. The Social Sunshine Podcast is a Fun Love Media production. Funlovemedia.com. Bye.